Hi folks, welcome back to the Nothing To Boo With You podcast with me, your host, Claude Ryan. Remember, this is a space that gives whispers a voice, mentions the unmentionable and brings everything inward, outwards. So we're here at episode 10, 10 episodes in already. I can't believe it. It's crazy. Um, I didn't think it would, rela- it would last one episode, never mind 10. So look, um, that one listener that's listening to me, thank you so much. <laughs> um, I really hope you guys enjoyed last the last episode on the value of friendship. It was short and sweet. Um, I had some lovely feedback on how we often forget the value of a good friendship. And it was really nice to um, hear some of your stories of how much you value your friends in your life and how you have... I suppose these relationships other than your partners or your family and how you can be close to somebody and connected to somebody and build those relationships because they're so important. I myself had a bit of a speed wobble in the last week with my own anxiety, nothing new there, but fuck it, it still feels so good to be able to say that out loud and not give a shit about judgment. I can own it and move on from it when it happens, but... Again, I had no hesitation in reaching out to my girls and being honest and saying, yeah, this is a week, guys, I'm not myself. Um, I definitely believe the older we get, the more weight and appreciation we put on things like a good friendship. So whether you've won or you've 10, you're doing great, guys. So as you know, I put it on the podcast Instagram page last week about a discussion possibly with parents or a parent who have children with special needs um, or an intellectual disability. Um, It's the most responded to post the podcast has had to date. Even more responses than the sex one, guys. So (laughs) I had to get that in there because I'm actually quite surprised. Um, Look, I have a sister with special needs. She's 46. Um, so it's something close to my heart. I know and knew I would want an episode on this subject eventually on the podcast, but I wanted to do it the right way. And I wanted to do it in a way that was natural and authentic. So I put it out anyway. And look, it wasn't just even because it's a subject close to my heart. I also wanted to educate people who are unfamiliar with people or children with intellectual disabilities and also be maybe a little supportive piece or a supportive episode for those of you out there that know all too well what we're going to be talking about here and explore the supports or lack of supports even that are there um, in this little country of ours for people and families in these situations. So I'm delighted and so very grateful to be joined on tonight's episode by the lovely Kate O'Carroll. Hi, Glenda. Hi, Thanks for Kate. having me. I'm so glad to have you. So thank you for coming on. Um, Kate is a super, super busy mum of four, <clears throat> and she's going to share a little bit about her life with us tonight. So Kate, as I do on all my episodes with my guests, I'm going to ask you. What is taboo with Kate? 
In <clears throat> closure, I have a seven-year-old, um, Jack, who has a dual diagnosis of autism and an intellectual disability. Okay. Um, I also have three other kids and I'm married to Stephen. Hi, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> and you have three other kids? Three other kids along with Jack, yeah. And Jack's the baby? Jack is the baby. Billy is next, he's nine. Abby is 13 and Ben is 15. And be honest, does one girl equate to three boys? 100%. <laughs> Absolutely, I'd have 10 more boys. My father has always yeah. said he'd go 10 boys over yeah. one of me as a teenager. Yeah, I'd and always remember. That. Um, my mother said to me when I, when we told her that we were expecting Billy at the time, um, she was like, do you know what you're having? Or do you mind what you're having? And I said, no, as long as it has a willy. I just always remember <laughs> saying that to her because Abby was just a terror. Isn't it God? terror. Isn't yeah. it God? Yeah. I always remember at um, my wedding, my dad, um, in part of his wedding speech, said that when I hit 15, I made a conscious decision that I wasn't going to waste any more of my youth being good. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Okay, yeah. So 15. that's enough about girls. Yeah, absolutely. It does. That's taboo enough in itself, oh, Kate. 100%. She's only 13. Oh, God, 13 oh. going on 13. Yeah, yeah. So come here, back to Jack. By by the way, who is the most handsome boy I have ever seen? It is like this kid is a heartbreaker. <laughs> he is just so beautiful. It's ridiculous. Um, we're gonna have a little chat, of course, okay. about the lads, yeah. but also me with Jack. Jack. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about um Jack <clears throat> and his story and when you discovered, I suppose. Well, it was when Jack was two, I suppose that it was like glaringly obvious that okay. you know he wasn't talking he wasn't um there was no eye contact he wasn't a typical two-year-old boy you know he wasn't into mischief he wasn't okay out the back playing in the dirt or you know yeah. things like that he wasn't climbing um like there was i'm sure there was signs before he was two yeah but like in the year 2017 my mother she was diagnosed with cancer oh um and then in the the end of the summer in 2017, I was diagnosed with cervical cancer. And had Both to you have, and your mum were diagnosed yeah, with cancer the exact same year. <clears throat> and yeah. Jack was how old? Jack was a year that May and in three, the 2017. And three other children. Three other, yeah. So that October 2017, then I had a hysterectomy um, in Galway. So that put another strain on, you know, Stephen was at home with the three kids and I was as far away as Galway. Yeah. And that same weekend, my mother was actually in Limerick Hospital having surgery and I was in Galway. Gosh. So yeah, it was tough. So things, a lot of things, I suppose, I won't say they got put on the back burner, but <clears throat> they weren't to the forefront of our mind or we might have noticed or things went to miss. And like even I... Jack's 12 month and he's 18 he's 12 month and 13 month um, vaccinations were mm. late but like that was because we had a lot of stuff going on in the summer of 2017 and it was just once we got him booked in and the vaccinations and all now I'm not this I'm this is not me saying that it has anything to do with the vaccines it was just the timing of it okay when he got his vaccines my husband just he always said it it was like as if a light just went out of Jack because previous to that, and even for looking back on photos, he would have been happy and clapping his hands okay. and like eye contact, but never a word. Never a word. Never a word. 
And this is, this is, so <coughs> you're saying you had, so the vaccinations were saying within a couple of months of them. I know yes, you're not saying. It was probably like early yeah. 2018. By the time say I was recovered from the hysterectomy and we got oh, into that's... the doctors because um, we had moved to Capoeira, but our doctor was still in Limerick at the time. Oh shoot, okay, yeah. right, yeah. Um, so like I can't remember the exact time now, but probably early 2018. How you can even remember anything and all of that. I know. Yeah, I, I, I can't even. Even yeah, even looking back, that. it's like a whirlwind, and I kind of often have to say to myself, "What year was that? Was that yeah. 2017 or 2018?" And how I remember is because Ben got his communion 2017. Mm-hmm. Gosh. And my mother, <clears throat> she had one surgery before his communion. Okay. And then it was after his communion then that I got diagnosed at the end of the summer. After communion. And then I was fine. Wow. Um, so you're a young woman in your thirties, yeah. getting diagnosed with cancer. You're dealing with that. You're dealing with your mum getting diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. You're dealing with three heavy Other kids, kids yes. anyway, like small school yeah. going, running a house. wasn't even in school. Oh my gosh! And then Jack as well. And then Jack, yeah. Seriously, so like. What are you made of? I know, yeah. When you talk about it out loud, it sounds like a lot, but when you're in the middle of it, there's no choice only to get on with get it. Get on with it. No, Stephen was brilliant, and now his work were brilliant to him that time. Fantastic. He was able to take time off, and there was no questions asked because he had to be at home. Because and doesn't that mean so much? Oh my God! It just took the like a weight off. Yeah. You know the worry yeah. of what we were going to do. Like I didn't know. When you what fell apart, who was there to pick you up? Yes. Because you were trying to ma- manage trying everything Trying to think of everything and organise everything. And like, it, I can't life just doesn't that. happen like that. No. No. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And no. like, uh, I can't even compare, like my sister is 46. She's six years older than me. Okay. Now, we're blessed with her. I always say this. Um, You know, she is verbal. She she does speak she does you know but she is she has special needs and she has an intellectual disability but again she was born in 78 okay again there was nothing okay the the first thing they saw was there was no sign of her walking okay she didn't walk i think till she was four but still that was just like oh Oh, she's just a little slow walker yeah and trying into mainstream school of course because those kind of things they were so rare yeah and it was like oh no no she needs to go to one of them special schools and off she went and mm-hmm. you know so it's very different yeah you know like there was compared no such thing now. of comparing to now now i know yeah we're going to get into this i know that it's not perfect but no it is not like that journey wasn't even an option there was no like there was no link in with the health system with from back my mother then, and father no, back then no no it was just yeah childhood special needs that was it. And sent her to the school and that was it. Yeah, and that was it. And she went on the bus every day to the special the school. special school away from here. And I I was the girl with the the special needs sister, big sister, you know? Yeah. But I knew no different. I just no. knew I was very protective of her though. I was yes, from a very small age. You, you know? probably couldn't explain why. No. Because you didn't no. know. Like if I caught anyone looking at her queer. Are you looking at my sister? <laughs> Honestly, Abby is the very same. Yeah, because yeah. if we go to, say, the Crescent Shopping Centre, even, yeah. Jack is like a foghorn because yeah. 
he shouts when he's happy, when he's sad, when he's angry. He shouts. He, that's just him. Yeah, he doesn't speak. Just no, so just to clear no for words. Everyone non-verbal. Yeah, speak. he's no. non-verbal, but he does but shout. But he's extremely loud. And the shopping centre then is like an echo drum in there. Of course, yeah, because there's so many and people. And Abby is like seriously protective of him. If I anybody stares or like, you know, doubles back or... But like, I find myself even getting angry at people. You do. And like, you it's do. awful. You do. You know, because I'm sure I probably did it years ago. I guarantee you. Do you, you know? Did. Yeah. I guarantee you did. Because yes. uh, ignorance is bliss. Absolutely. It is. And, and like, I was We ignorant. do stare at... Certain 100% things, we if, do. if they're new to us, we yes. look at them. Like, and like Jack shouting like that, it's going to draw attention. Of course Like, you know, but yeah. it's just the prolonged stare. That's that where really I really annoys me. Yeah. Really, really annoys me. That would be where I'd be like, no. <clears throat> yeah. Do you want to take a photo? Well, actually, I'd probably go one for <laughs> But anyway, that's I know, just I tr- Like, I try not to say anything, and then I'm just like, oh, Abby, just, you know, forget about it. I know, it, but you? inside that must make oh, you feel I'm so proud of her. Yes. That she's like, that's my oh, brother. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. I absolutely love yeah. that about her. You see, so us having girls is a bit of a well, yes, it's a bit of a plus there. Yeah. So up to so the the vaccinations happened. You started to then really, I suppose, realize. Well, so we kind of had to get the ball rolling then because, like you know, he was as I said, he wasn't a typical. Yeah. So like what did the ball rolling involve? Um, going to see the public health nurse. Okay. So he got called because I rang. He got called early for his two year development check. Okay. <clears throat> but she, she literally kind of, you know, took on board whatever I was saying. And like Jack in a small room like that, he's he was not with you. Yes. He's not the most cooperative if he doesn't want to be there. You know, mm-hmm. like it's even, he was only two that time. Even before he was two, like the strength of him Go away. is unbelievable. Right. Even then. Yeah. Like, I remember taking him once for, actually, one of his vaccines, but now previous to this. Mm-hmm. And I said to the doctor, God, I'm going to have to hold him now with my two hands. Like, he is unbelievably strong. Wow. The doctor was kind of looking at me going, you know, is she a bit daft? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. like, how strong really could this child be? Yeah. Until he put him on the bed to give him the vaccines. And, and he realised, actually, yeah, she's telling the truth. He's wow. really, really strong. Okay. Um... So you're in here at a two-year development check yes. early. So she just refers him to the community welfare doctor. Which is the next step. Yes. So we okay. had to wait for that even though I think they were in the same building at the time. But, you know, you had to wait for your appointment. So anyway, we got... And myself and Stephen, we both went. And um, basically the doctor could tell us there and then, you know, that Jack was um, displaying all the signs of autism. So came out of there and sure obviously I was hysterical. I was just gonna ask, yeah. Even though probably in the back of my mind mm-hmm. I knew. Mm-hmm. Um so a lot of paperwork had to go on after that. He was referred by that doctor, say, to get um a full assessment, which would have been like um with a multidisciplinary team, a psychologist, uh occupation therapist and a speech and language therapist. Okay, right. So kind of, you know, all of them would have input into the report for his diagnosis. Okay. Um, but we were the first letter that we got from them, I think like at the time that was twenty eighteen and like was it twenty twenty one or something was on the letter that we got no. to say like, you know, he'd be called What? Yes. 
So like a lot of tears again and a lot of ringing and a lot of like probably shouting at the wrong people on the phone to be honest. I know but look we have to vent. Yeah now I know the system has changed since then but we were able to like I'm not sure how what they call it but we were able to fill in these forms that we got online an assessment and need form. Okay. So we were able to like refer ourselves or refer Jack ourselves for this. And on this assessment need, there's actually a time frame on it. Okay. Now, people can correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not sure of the actual times anymore. Yeah. But like, it was something like ha- the assessment need had to be started within six months. Okay. Then, it, and you had another six months to have it completed by. Right. And now those months they could be three months, but I can't remember. And then the same again then to have the reports finished and sent out and a statement of need sent out okay so like that statement to need is kind of like what jack would need okay and like he needed speech and language therapy yeah he needed occupational therapy yeah um because at this stage you didn't know what he speak what he yeah and and it was all new to us we had not a clue what we were doing not a clue and i think actually that assessment of need form that's online that we were able to refer ourselves it was a colleague of my husband that told him at work about it. Stopped. Not anybody in the health system. No. Okay. So we did that, and those times they all lapsed, obviously. Okay. But when they do, you're entitled to make a form of complaint. So then, if the complaint gets upheld, then they will do something. Okay. Um. So Jack's case got. Um, outsourced to a private psychologist, and this psychologist, as far as I remember, came all the way from Manham. Or down somewhere like that, down to Clamell. Outsourced. Yes, to a so private we're psychologist. We had a psychologist in Tipperary uh, to deal with yes. Jack. Yeah. Or to Somebody deal with like these Jack. assessments for kids. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so from meeting the community welfare doctor in the primary care in Tipperary Town to Jack actually getting. His assessment and his assessment. diagnosis, it was 11 months. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, like, that's a long time to be kind of in a black hole, not knowing what you're doing. And still living your daily life, trying, trying to navigate yes. through this. That's yeah. the point. Yeah. yeah. 11 months of, right, we're tipping on here. We yeah. still have to. Oh, my God. Yeah. Kate, I can't even imagine that. Yeah. 11 months. And you know, that's probably. That is actually good yeah. for them. Like, I do realise that in a lot of what I'll be saying today, Jack is quite lucky. Yeah. Um, you know, with the time frames that we were waiting for. But then he's unlucky in other, other scenarios. Ways. Yeah. And look, this episode isn't a, a, a bashing of the health or the That's education tough. system. Yeah. It's not that. Like it's to bring light to How bad this. It is. Yes, and yeah. daily life of someone in your situation yes. because this is real this isn't um a story that no. we're reading on a newspaper with a nameless faces this is kate sitting in front of me right now who has four children and her youngest boy is non-verbal and is severely autistic yeah so yeah you know this is this is your real life yes it is yeah this isn't something i mean when you leave here you have to go home to that yes you know and i could be up at four o'clock yeah tomorrow so, morning and there you yeah. go yeah so you get the diagnosis. Yeah. And How? you're sent on your merry way with your paperwork. And you'll hear from the therapist, is what you're told. 
for therapist for Jack for or, or therapist for mum and dad oh for Jack nothing for me and Stephen okay so there's no, no emotional thing. mental support offered not a thing Many the people. only person that we ever saw that kind of even barely touched on that kind of thing support for the parents was a social worker and she called to our house but Claude honest to God it was like as if it was an interview of me and Stephen you know, Stephen, you're at work now, and how many hours a week do you work? And like, are you capable of being parents type like, thing? That's what it felt like. Yeah. And then, not a dicky bird since then. <laughs> that's how not many years thing. ago? Oh my God. Oh my God, that you're not That was serious. before COVID. So, like, it was probably the end of 2019, maybe. Okay, so just for argument's sake, and I just love playing devil's advocate, and oh. I love being awkward. Mm. What if he had been shit in that interview? Would you, actually here, would you still be here sitting here going? Probably. If there was questions, if there was worries. I honestly don't know. And I don't even know what the purpose of it was, to be fair. And there was nothing after that. Nothing. So Not you, a you don't even know what she came out no, with you for. No, But like it was obviously because she was assigned to Jack's case, like as the social worker. So obviously she had to have some description yeah. of a file on him yeah. and his family. Yeah. And, and but like it was basically like a fact finding mission for I her, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it just felt like an interview. Like she was dotting her eyes, crossing yeah. her T's, going through a process. Filling the file, and that's yes. it. This is my. This is again my issue with this, and even from the parents that have reached out to me. Yeah. Like the amount of like I just had it noted here. Like the the feedback has been like there's people in jobs in these areas. And sectors that shouldn't be correct they have the qualification for the diagnosis yeah. for the going through the motions for the you know the dotting the i's across the seas whatever they yeah. have to do but it's it's fucking a lot more, more than, than that, that it is yeah it's a lot more like yeah it's more than a diagnosis on paper yeah. this is real life this is people's like lives therapists that deal with kids with like jack they need a lot of empathy and understanding, oh, yeah, and they, a lot of them don't. Deadpan, clinical. Like, yeah. But you see, I don't even know if it's like a personality trait of theirs, or like obviously they like just do not understand what it's like to live with a child like Jack. I get you. Yeah. Like they don't have, and like how would they if they don't have a special needs child? But like they need to That's take fine, on but board. If you're, expert, if you're an expert in a subject, they. The expert, like, I mean, obviously their, walk a mile in my shoes, you know yes, what I'm going through. Like, all their answers are not going to come from a book, you know? Perfectly And, right, like, yeah. no um, two autistic children are the same. A hundred percent. You know? Through my years with Susan, um, uh, all the workshops she's been in, yeah. the school she's been in with Special Olympics, not one is the same. Mm. They not might one. have like similar traits to yeah. an extent. Yeah, but, but no, like not one is like the same. Jack is in a class with, I think there's like six boys in his class. Mm. None of them are the same. Mm. Exactly. You know, like They're not. they mightn't even have the very same diagnosis, even. Mm. You know, um, Jack has that dual diagnosis, intellectual disability, which would be moderate to severe, I suppose, like yeah. on paperwork, yeah. it would. Um, and autism as well. But then, how many other moderate, severe, to severe written down that could be miles apart from yes. Jack? So yes. Like it's generalizing it then. In it a way, kind of it? is. 
Yeah. Um, and like, of course, they don't, um, there's no subdivisions on the autism anymore. You know, there's no category. There's no expert. That's there's, right. There's no, no, that's no. right. Yeah. It's just yeah. all autism. I only discovered that lately. I didn't know that. So did I. Yeah. But like, and again, I mean, you're just thrown the deep end. Like, you know, it's and, crazy. And like in fairness, we're only new on our journey. Like Jack's only seven. Yeah. Do you know? You're starting your yes. journey. Yeah. Well, in, in a lot of ways you are. Yeah. 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 I know. We're only new to this. Like an, a, I'd have had no experience of I, That was uh, my question prior to to Jack. Had you ever had no. any, okay, like I, no experience with anyone with autism? Stephen's nephew yeah. was diagnosed with autism, but like he was verbal yeah. and very intelligent. Yeah. And like he lives in Limerick, you know, we wouldn't have seen him that often. Mm. Um, but like, hey, there's people out there like autistic that. who are married with children Correct. and uh, you know uh, degrees yeah. out of their yeah. arses, like you know. So absolutely, yeah. Well, like with with Stephen's nephew, like I wouldn't have known a lot about his okay. routine to it. or his, yeah. you know, how school was going or anything like that. No, um, and other than that, honest to God, I didn't know anybody. Like as in, when we were turning the deep end, I couldn't even reach out to anyone Jesus. that had been through it. I know, yeah. Yeah, so like just, just go. Yes. learn as you go and meet other parents like especially when he started play school in that's what i was town. about to ask you so the so you get the diagnosis you're sent on your way he's yes. three education is obviously yeah. the next step so yeah. what is the plan what what way like if jack if we had proceeded to send jack to a mainstream play school here in the village like i don't even know if he'd have been able to go the, there is um, support that you can get for kids starting in a mainstream play school that would need extra help and say like the top level of that would be an extra person okay in the play school okay um at least SNAs we're talking well about kind yes of, kind yeah, of yeah. yeah but the more I read on it now this is only since it's not like we kind of made our decision early on enough I suppose once Jack got his diagnosis that he really did need to go to a special education play school. No, because like that puts extra pressure on all those parents then because what if he didn't settle today? I'd be getting the phone call. Yes. Can you come and collect him? He'll only last an hour today. He'll only last two hours tomorrow. Yeah. No, two days a week. You know? Yes. And like he could have been put on to two days a week or Mm. three days a week or whatever. Mm. Um, But that... The more I read on that aim, support is the extra person, which is the highest level of the support for a play school. It doesn't necessarily mean that the child gets one to one. Okay. It just means that it reduces the ratio of the teacher and SNAs to the kids. So, like, it's the person, it's the child with special needs that's applying for this aim support. But yet, it doesn't mean that the child gets one to one. What's the point of it? Or like, why isn't it Jesus. more beneficial to the child? To the child, yeah, because that's what <laughs> you're yeah. applying for. It. Yeah, there's a reason that the child needs it. So you obviously knew mainstream wasn't for you, no. guys. So where did Jack go? There was two options: the um, play school attached to Scullinsa over in Cashel, or Saint Joseph's. Um, Play school in Tipperary. Okay. So I rang Scolanus at first, and there was no spaces. Oh, okay. Um, and obviously they had a wait list or whatever yeah. as well. Yeah. So 
rang St. Joseph's in Tipperary Town and honest to God, Claude, I nearly jumped out of the car with the delight when she rang me back and said that there was a space for Jeff. Oh. It was like just a relief. And like, I know that he is definitely like one of the lucky ones because these classes, they're so small. Yeah. There just isn't enough. Um, schools, number one, and spaces in the classes mm. for all the kids that need them. Need this, yeah. yeah. And how long did he spend there? He gave two years there. Okay. Well, only that COVID hit. Oh, of course. Like in the middle of it, because he started September Found 2019. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> when he was three and a half, kind of, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, well, near enough three and a half when he started. Um, so that interfered massively. Of course it did. Because it did close for a while, yeah, should same as every other school. And then even when they did get back, sure, like any time he had a cough, he wasn't able to go. Of course, couldn't go, yeah. yeah. And sure, no, and Jack, he had a cough, like, you know, and <laughs> yeah. couldn't go back until the cough was proper clear. I even remember one time, yeah, like, the rules were the rules, but I mean, that time the rules were stupid, some of them. Yeah, and because, for somebody <sighs> like you, a parent, like, this is... Yeah, like, I took him to... Oh, some GA pitch outside Clamel to get like an actual COVID test, like a proper Stop. PCR test. It came back negative, but they still wouldn't let him back to school because he still had symptoms. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. So like I put him through it for nothing. For nothing. And I'm sure that wasn't an oh, easy task. Oh, it was absolutely horrific. Horrendous. Yeah. Horrific. That is insane. And so he got the preschool. So... Jack is seven now. He's seven now, yeah. So where is Jack now? He goes to school. He's now in Northampton. And how long is he there? He started there 2021. So Jack is the, the in the equivalent of senior infants. Wow. Um, In school. And he absolutely loves it. And is this Monday to Friday? Monday to Friday. Okay. He gets a bus. He gets collected at the door at about quarter past eight. And he gets dropped back to the door at three o'clock. And he loves it. I have to say, this is a godsend... For man, for dad, for Jack. And for Jack. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. Like routine is everything. Yeah. To him. And you hear that with autism yeah. anyway. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Now, listen, his little notebook comes home every day in his school life. Like it's some good. days are yeah. obviously a lot better, better than, than others. others. Yeah. yeah. Like today now, he didn't want to go swimming. Okay. So he kind of threw himself down, which he said once he actually got into the pool. He was okay. He loved it. And wow. he was smiling and Oh I don't goodness. know, like, I often say to Stephen, like, I would love just five minutes in his head yeah. just to see what he's thinking or why he does such a thing or just silly little things. And I'd often... I love that. Yeah. yeah. I actually love that. Yeah. I really do. Mm. Five minutes in just his five head minutes to in see his what head. he sees. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, sometimes I'd be like, God, Stephen, I mean, he's actually crazy. Especially when he's not... Speaking. When he doesn't talk, it's I very hard for him. Like the frustration, like is ten out of ten. Like, because you have to learn so day. much more than just yes. like you know what are the signs of him wanting to go to the bathroom, or being hungry, or being. I, well, like Jack is seven and he's not toilet trained. Yeah, do you know? That, yeah, and like, in fairness, the way he is, he won't be toilet trained for a long, long mm -hmm. time. Like, with nonverbal kids, how, he doesn't how even do have the understanding exactly. Yeah. So, like, where do you even start? Exactly. Do you know? Like, yeah. they do, um, 
help with that side of things in school, like as in he's taken to the toilet to change yes, his nappy. Yes, I get you, yeah. He's sat on the toilet. Yeah. And he does he sometimes go to the toilet. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. Delighted for him, but more than likely, it's probably just an accident or that he really had to go to the toilet when he was sitting yeah, there, and not tired. that he realizes yeah, yeah, yeah. or maybe understands yeah. where he is. But like, they're just all things that we kind of have had to accept, like yeah. over the years, yeah, of course. Um, and like, they're hard, of course, they're, they're hard, hard to swallow, do you know, because we have three other kids, and like, Jack is just the polar opposite to them. Mm. But and it is what it is, he dictates probably, he dictates our whole life, yeah. For a seven-year-old small fella, now he that, dictates everything. There is so much weight behind that statement. Yeah. He dictates your everything. whole family yeah. life. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And he doesn't even know. He doesn't have a clue. And he's just blissfully unaware. I know that that statement is going to carry across to people listening to this yeah. and resonate with them so much. That yeah. That's... Like that's powerful. Yes, it is. It is, and it's. Do you know what it is as well? Is it's a relief to say it out loud. I could only yeah. imagine. I get that. Like, yeah. Hey, even with my own mental health, saying yeah. things out loud yeah. that sometimes you have the to power say it. in it. It's like yeah. the release of it. Yes. There's there's fucking freedom in that. Yeah. There is. And like the people that are closest to me, even I don't think even realize how hard it is. Mm. Like unless you're living in our mm. house, you're not going you're not to know. know. Yeah. Do you know? And like, even if I kind of try and tell you how bad it is, yeah, it's very hard on what you're to understand. Me, of course. Do you know? Like, yeah. you kind of have to see. Yeah. Like, Jack could be flipping out one, like literally one minute. Yeah. That could go on for an hour, or it could be over in five minutes. Okay. But that depends on Jack. Yeah, that's not anything that's not what a, I do. Anything you can do yep. that's totally down to Jack. And what is after stressing him? That, that kind of leads me into what I was going to say to you um, next. Um, just again, uh, to give a feel for Kate's life, which mm-hmm. is, uh, Kate's story is probably so many story, listening to this tonight. Tell me, walk me through Jack's routine, we'll say, of a Tuesday versus Jack's routine versus of a Saturday. <laughs> well, Jack, he goes to school Monday to Friday, so like Monday to Friday are kind of the same. Yeah. Um, like on a good day, Jack might not get up until six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Right. But other mornings we could be up at three o'clock. Okay. Or now, in fairness, the very early starts are like few and far between because of the medication that he's on. Yeah. But. Um, once we get up, Jack needs to have his breakfast. But because Jack is so limited in what he eats, is he, he? he has chicken nuggets for his breakfast. Right, okay. So it's very hard to stomach the smell of chicken nuggets at I, like oh, five o'clock in the morning. I could imagine. Um, That's like waking up after a feed of beer and seeing oh, a pizza beside the bed. It's going, oh, fuck. I know. <laughs> but like, that's what he eats. Yeah, he's never um, been tempted to have one with him, no. No. <laughs> And do you know what? I'm just delighted if he eats them all, yeah. what I've cooked him. Yeah. Because at least I know then he's going to That's school and he's not hungry. Yeah. Um, I can't get Jack dressed too early before the bus is due on or he will literally drive me insane. Dressed? 
if I get him dressed with his shoes on, okay, he nearly expects the bus to be outside. Okay, so, so you have the to bus be really careful with yeah. your timing. Okay, the bus is due on at about quarter past eight, so I start getting him dressed. Now I take my time. I start getting him dressed about five past. Right. Um, and sit him up and put his socks on and his shoes and. But this um, is a, 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 a military type. Oh, oh 100%. Yeah. Um, and then we wait for the bus. So okay. I just literally stay in the sitting room with him okay. and we're looking out. And then I find like, okay, there's the bus. And is he looking out with you? Well, no, probably not. not. Really, no, no. Okay. And he <clears throat> he mightn't even come to me if he did yeah, see yeah. the bus yeah. out the front. Right. Um, but when I say to him, oh, Jack, there's the bus, and put my hand out, then he will take my hand okay. and we go out. And off he goes in the bus. Okay. And I don't see Jack again until three o'clock. But okay. I have to be at home at quarter to three mm -hmm. to cook chicken nuggets for Jack. Mm -hmm. So that when he takes me to the air fryer, there's fresh chicken nuggets in it for him. Wow. So I can't be ready there. But wow. I can't have them on his chopping board cut because, oh, they could be there an hour. Wow. Or he doesn't know that they're fresh or they're not hot enough. He has to see. He, he physically has to see me yeah. take them out of the air fryer wow. and cook them. Wow. Yeah, it's that rigid. Okay. And like while he's at school then, all he eats are these specific, um, they're like chipsticks, but they're carrot and coriander sticks from oh, Lidl. Oh yeah, these vegan type things. They're the like, no, they're plant-based or chickpea thingies. No? Um, I don't know. No, are they may are they like corn snacks or something like that? What? They're actually like from seven months up finger food. So they're in the baby cool. section. Okay, right. So he eats well I give him like a multi pack of them which is four packets plus two more packets. Right. Because that's all he will eat. Right. Even though they did get an air fryer for him in school and okay. tried the chicken nuggets. But I like from what I've heard, a lot of kids can be like regimented as in. Chicken nuggets are for home. I was just about to say now, he associates it with I home. would think so. But yeah, then has he be. eats those chipsticky things at home yeah. as well. Yeah. But he takes them to school himself. Okay. It could just be the whole cooking of The it. snack, yeah. Or maybe, you know, with the nuggets that yeah. they weren't cooked right. That's or they weren't yeah, crispy yeah. enough. Or he associates that with you. Associates that with yes. his kitchen. Associates and like it's all the unknowns. That's, are all, like, that's um, unbelievable. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And then... So he's home at three. So like, he normally comes in off the bus in grand form, like okay. as in really calm. Lovely. Um. So he'll eat his chicken nuggets and then he'll be watching YouTube and he would drive you demented changing the channel. Yeah. The, the YouTube the video. Yeah. 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 And he'll have. And you friend. have the kids coming. The other kids coming in. Coming. Yes. As well. And then um, his new thing now is he will look to go to the playground. Okay. But how he does that is he'll hand you his shoes if he takes his shoes wow. off. He will find wherever I've put them right. and hand me his shoes. If he can't find his shoes, he will find some garment on the kitchen table. It could be mine, it could be Stephen's, it could be Ben's. Okay. But that is his way of telling me that he wants to go somewhere. Wow. So we go to the playground. I love that you know this. Yes. I love, I, I, yeah. I'm sorry, because obviously you know what you're yes. doing, but I love yeah. that because that's non-verbal communication. It is. And you like know, that's I, I his way that. of saying yeah. what he wants. And I love that you know and you, the, you yes. know, the, that's, that's your routine. That has a knock on then a bad, not a, it's not a bad effect, but it makes it hard for anybody to come into mind, Jack. 
I get that. Because I nearly need to leave an essay. I know. Like, I, I remember once. <laughs> I could imagine. Yeah, that. once last year, my cousin was minding him, and um, she rang me, and she was like, um, he's not eating the chicken nuggets. Yeah. And I was like, um, oh, my God. I said, Stephen, he's not eating the chicken nuggets. What am I going to do? Yeah. And um, she says, so then I could hear Abby talking to her in the back. And she said, that, oh, never mind. She said, I just cut them wrong. And um, I was after telling me, like, I didn't even think Good of putting Abby. that down yeah. on the list. I know. Something she had cut them in, like, quarters, them. I think. Right, okay. Whereas you literally just cut them in half. Right, okay. Something but it's small. And he yeah. eat them. My God. Yeah. yeah. But it also shows how clever he is. That's too. exactly it. Doesn't it? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, yeah, and then would he go to bed early then Monday to Friday? We all, like, we try to get him to bed between seven and half, seven. But that's literally so that we can have, like, an hour, an hour and a half. Just the two of us. Yeah. Well, Billy as well, obviously. Like, yeah. the two lads are kind of old enough. They're either gone outside or they're upstairs. Yeah. Mom and Dad are too, like, nah. Yeah. We're, we're too we're cool, cool for that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Billy then goes to bed at eight o'clock. Yeah. So at least then there is an hour. Well, like, me well how are you? How was, How was your, your day? day? And you know what? Even sometimes we don't open our mouth. And that's, we might just sit there. Family life is hard enough navigating that. Yeah. We can all go through that pace where yeah. we're like ships passing in the night. But when you have a child with extra needs on top of that. There's an extra layer on lot. top of it then. It is because it's extra tiredness. Yeah. It's like And like you you need that quality time yeah. with your man. Yeah. Duh. 100% like, you do. We're not robots. We need no, that quality time. You do. 100% because if you don't mm. that's where the cracks come in of course of course and like you know when you're thrown into this you can see how relationships would not Humble. survive I 100% because yeah. like the stress yeah. of the whole thing and mm. not knowing what way to turn yeah. or who to talk to or and who's you could going either to help end us. up being supports for each other or you could end up turning on each sure. other i think and i know enough of relationships yeah. that that has been the case yeah. you know so you're either going to it's either going to bring you closer or tear you yeah. apart well i can't say enough Thank about steven Thank, thankfully for you yeah good guy. like he's, yeah, he's all right i met him a few times like he's all right he he's, is he's um, right. <laughs> yeah no like literally he would literally say thank god for that. like say this evening now coming in and doing this it was like yeah no go on i'm i'll put you to bed go on away whatever and then time to to Stephen, he's been working he's been day. working all day Do you know so you both are playing your parts yes. in this but you see that play of your yes. life. And yeah. that's what you have to do. <clears throat> yeah, meticulously you know, yes. to a fault. Yeah. yeah. 100%. And like it is hard. And then weekends you're trying to tie in family time. The weekends. Quality in, time. The weekends are just absolute shit show in our house because it's so hard. Like like that hurts me to hear you say yeah. that. Weekends are a shit show. They are. Who says that? Who says weekends are a shit show? Who says... Oh, lads, I'm dreading the weekend. I know. But yes, it's that's what it's shocking. It's shit. It is. Absolutely. It's like, um, it's like we're all divided up. Yeah. At the weekend. Mm-hmm. And like you said that, you know, it shows how bright Jack is. I'm convinced that he's able to tell the time on the clock. Wow. Because like most Saturday and Sunday mornings at quarter to 11, he wants to get dressed wow. and he wants to go in the car. And he wants to go to McDonald's for chips. McDonald's. Okay. Yeah. Now, 
I'll just give you an example because you asked for one of a weekend day. Yeah. Um, Sunday. Yeah. This week. Mm-hmm. Um, the weather was lovely, so that makes it like easier. Yeah, you know, I, I was actually yes, going to say that. It does, yes, yes. because obviously the mornings are brighter and I'm yeah. in better form. And yeah. it's like, everybody's The serotonin happier. levels are naturally better. Everybody's higher, happier, yeah. yeah. But okay. Sunday, Stephen had to take him to the playground because he wanted to go somewhere. Okay. He wanted to go in the car. Right. But it was only like 10 past 10. Oh, wow. Okay. So like, you can't get chips at McDonald's until 11, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, Shit, yeah. So Stephen took him to the playground. Come on, Jack, work with us here a bit. Yeah. So I hopped in the shower then. Right. And then I followed them down. And I said I'd get coffee over in the shop for myself and Stephen to follow them down. Sure, he was passing up while I was in the shop filling the coffee, coming back from the playground already. Shit. So I was like, all right. So I had to shout out the door at him to wait for me then. So Fuck, right. we came back in home. Now, Jack was happy enough to give like another hour at home. Before okay, he before you got somewhere. to go. We went to the And car. was it just to get out and just get down? It wasn't like something specific in the playground, just to get out? To get go, down just there, to go to the back. playground. Right, and okay. like in fairness now, the past couple of times that we've been there, mm. he might only give 10 minutes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah it so, wouldn't be like yeah. three quarters of an hour, right, an hour okay, so. that I'd be saying, oh, this is grand now, you know, I'll kill an hour of these. And, yeah, you know, okay, right. Because number one, it could be too busy down there. Yeah. So he might literally just go in, go on one thing and back out. Out, okay. And then he might just decide that today I only want to go on the swing. So once I have enough of the swing, then that's it. Back yeah. into the buggy. So again, you're on Jack's time. Correct. Mm-hmm. So like you couldn't even plan to meet someone at the playground. You know. Yeah. Yeah, if you want you to know, meet one of your girlfriends or whatever. No. no. Like there Day is days. no point in doing yeah. that. You no know point at all with Jack. No. So we went in the car anyway and he got his chips. And... We were coming home from Limerick. We went to Limerick on Sunday. Lost the plot in the car on the way home because obviously he didn't want to go home. Oh, but where did he want to go? Sure. Your guess is as good as ours now. We didn't I know. know. I know. So we came home and the the weather was so nice. We were doing a barbecue on Sunday because Ben was 15 last week. Wow, 15. And um, so sure, we were trying to get bits ready for the barbecue and all this. And... Um, yeah, till on. Um, what did Jack want to do? He wanted to go to the playground again. So I was like, Stephen, I was like, I'm not taking him to the playground again. I was like, for what? He'd want to come back up again in five minutes. Stop. So like, it was literally trying to get him out of that rush that he was in. Like, there was some reason that he kept wanting to leave the house. And um, he eventually came down. But like, I mean, Sunday just felt like the longest day. I said to Stephen, we'll be lucky if we even get to sit down and eat our dinner. Do you know, without him wanting to go somewhere, but didn't he come out the back and sit up beside us? Stop. And not a bother on him while we were eating our dinner. And like now, if you offered something to Jack, say off your plate or whatever, he would literally, even if he touched off something, he'd probably get the gobs. You know, like so sensitive to like textures and touches and... Yeah, like it's the sensory no thing. Like the couple of times, like when I started meeting him first, it was like yeah. I could see the sensory yeah. thing. Oh, you can see it straight away. By the way, he loves hugging me. Just putting it out there. <laughs> he hugs me. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm one of those elite few. So I'm quite happy. 
<laughs> yeah, but, do you know you are because sometimes he's actually allergic to sitting up or hugging or you and I and remember you saying that to me. Yeah, today. now he will give me a kiss, but like there is always an ulterior motive for him giving me a kiss. And then <laughs> isn't that the same with every man? Correct. Sorry. <laughs> if I went to him and said, Jack, mama kiss. Um, he'd kind of, you know, he'd go like that and he would know that he's turning his head away and he would start laughing. He's cute. But if he, he handed me the remote yeah. and wanted me to change the telly. Yeah. And then I said, Jack, mama kiss. I'd get a kiss then because he'd want <laughs> me to do the television. He is clever. Yeah, he is. But they've always said uh, people and I see, my, look, I see it myself with my sister. Yeah. Cute horse. Hundred percent. Yeah, cute tours. Yeah. What I admire about Susan is I love how <coughs> black, how she sees the world in black and white. Nothing is complicated. Yes. Everything is simplified, and I, I fucking love, love it. That. Yeah. I just feel if all of us thought like that, the I world know. would be such a better place I to know. live in. But say la vie. I know. I just think of Jack being in his own little world. <clears throat> and like he's happy there. He is happy. He is happy. Most of the and time. And you have to, yeah, it's like somebody with dementia. Yes. I, and I don't like comparing that. No, but, but I understand what you're saying. He, yeah. Now he's happy he's there. Happy like most of the time. Because he knows no different. As long as we keep him happy there. Yes, exactly. Like it That's takes a lot job. of input yeah. from us. Yeah. And from the older kids as well. Like, I mean, they do an awful lot of work for me. Aren't they great? And, well, verbally. Now, in fairness, sometimes he does. He's only nine. So, like, he's still, you know, yeah, he he's is. navigating himself. You and, know? like, he, he knows no different. Like, yeah. he was only four. Yeah. So, you didn't have to have a conversation, guys, listen, your little no, brother. Because they were never, so small. Like, ten, Ben, sorry, Ben was ten. Like, yeah. there was never a sit on the couch there, we need to mm. talk to you about something. But like my I think that's Stephen, good though. Yeah, like there was no point in being like that clinical about it. I hundred percent agree. Like just it was as obvious as the nose in their face that you know Jack was different mm. to other kids, and mm. like in fair, it was obvious to us as well. Mm. You know, like looking back, it Great was. Side. Yeah. So like we're open book when it comes to Jack. If they want to ask us something, they can ask. If they want to know something, I love that. I respect. Do that. you know? Yeah. But like there was no to tell him there was to tell you something. That was none of that. That's why they've settled into your routine as well. Like, you know, like life is very hard. Of course it is. And like, that's where the guilt comes in then, because we can't just up and go for something to eat on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. Or we can't just say, come on, I will go and see that film that was on the telly, you know, advertised on the telly at the cinema on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And going into that just a little bit more. um, So like one-on-ones with the lads. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. It is hard. Like, um, do you feel like you've to tag team? Yes. Yeah. Like there. I wouldn't. hadn't even. This, did you notice that I hadn't even the sentence finished? Yes. <laughs> like yes, we have this down. Like there's no say me and Stephen and the three lads unless we've someone to mind Jack. But like yeah. I mean, it, that's rare. Yeah. And it's booked well in advance. And when it happens, I'd say you appreciate. It's just the me shit and Stephen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That go away somewhere. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Bye, kids. You know, see. <laughs> um, but like, you know, I'm looking forward to say this week now. Ben and Abby are getting their holidays at the end of this week. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. So like for three weeks while Billy and Jack are still in school, I will be able to do things with them. That's yeah. Then Billy gets his holidays. Yeah. And I will have two weeks with him while Jack is still on his summer program in school. But isn't it amazing the way you have to like 
the, the time scale yes. down there. It's right, all planned say, yeah. like this and this yeah. and three weeks and two weeks. And, but it's the only way. I know. I get that. And then other things then would be um, Ben now is mad following bloody Limerick hurling with his father and <sighs> I know. Um, <sighs> so they're they went to one of the matches that was on at Hurlis. Who were they playing that time? Was that Watford? They went to that, Stephen and Ben. So it's a great time. That's lovely. Um, so now Abby wants to go and see Niall Horan in February. Jesus, I'll go with you. Yeah. He's live all right. So the tickets are on sale tomorrow. He's a cheeky champion. Yes. I like his vibes. Because, and we were only talking about it this evening. And Ben says, oh, I'll go with you. And Abby was like, ah, no, Ben. You go to the matches with Dad and I'll go to the concerts with Matt. I love that. Yeah. Because do you know what? He's no That's a normal fucking statement yeah. for a young t- teenager. teenage girl yes. to say. Yeah, and he I had no comeback I fucking love then. that. Do you know? And I love that, yeah. that he had no comeback. No, that was it. Because that's normalising the shit out of your situation. Yes. And Billy then is oblivious as long yeah. as he has a phone and a Nintendo yeah, Switch. Yeah. And he doesn't care where he goes. Yeah, Billy reminds me of me a lot. Me and oh, Billy, yeah. we have a lot in common. Yeah. Yeah, I can Just definitely see me, yeah, a bit of me and him yeah. when I was his age. He's very funny. Yeah. He is a howl. Yeah, yeah he is. He First neighbour I ever met. Yeah. yeah. Are you nice? No. All right. Oh. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Um, where the fuck do you get this resilience from? Mm. That's a very good question. Like, how do you, how do you handle the bad the, days? There's no choice. Like, there's no one else that will come in and tell me to go on the way upstairs there and lie off for a while. If I have a bad day, and like, say Jack is really now getting on my wick, and that's putting it mildly. And I love that you're saying that yeah, too, because that's, that's putting honest. it mild. Yeah, yeah, I will have to go out on the stairs yeah. and close the stair gate. I said this to my cousin a few, I definitely sometime last year. Jack doesn't speak as in he has no words. Yeah. So there's no man, 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 man. Like like another child yeah. would. Yeah. But what he does is he constantly touches me. Like my arms are. So like that is the equivalent of, of man, 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 yeah. man. And I said to her, I would actually, I'm actually allergic him touching me you know like this specific day but it was the equivalent of hearing man 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 and like it just felt like it wasn't going to stop yeah so i would literally just go out onto the stairs yeah and and close the stair gate yeah so that he can't get near me yeah because at this stage i'm like crying like yeah first yeah so i ring Stephen because there's nobody else to ring that would understand yeah and then he talks me down. Yeah. Not talks me down. But no, he but no, that me is down. it. That's he does. talking me he down. Does. That is talking me down. Um, and he was like, like, I can't do anything about it. I know you can't, but just listen to me. Yeah. Do you know? And like, I'm sure my, I mightn't even be making sense or yeah. I mightn't even be talking. Mm. Just crying into the phone. But then, as I said, there is no choice but to get on with it. Yeah. So I dry, I dry my eyes and I go back into the kitchen. So that's like you taking your time out, taking your moment to fall apart. Yeah. Reach out to your person, your yeah. hobby. Yeah. Let him pull you back together. Mm-hmm. Dry your eyes. Dust yourself off and, and out you back go again. to peeling spuds. Or... I actually, there's such a fucking honest 
frustration and that yeah. that I love because I think that's really fucking healthy to say I, 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 him touching me was yeah. driving him mad because that is an, a normal natural yes like it's, it was that another child that. that was kept saying yeah. man 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 <clears throat> And I you'd actually you shout at them to say to tell them to stop yeah. calling you. And you'd probably say you're doing and my like, fucking nothing. I do that to Jack, even though like I know he probably doesn't understand what I'm mm. shouting about. Mm. And I'm like, please stop touching me. Yeah. Like he just wants me to do something, yeah. but I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah, exactly. And you're human. Your and like mom, it could have went on for right. like a half an hour. I know, yeah. And like literally yeah. just... And everyone has their tipping point, Kate. Everybody has. So it's safer for everyone yeah. to go out and sit in the stairs, yeah. close the stair gate and just yeah. cry and ring Stephen and then, yeah. as I said, dry my eyes, I'm fine. Yeah. Do you know? Mm. And hope tomorrow is better. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that is the thing, I suppose. Like I'm asked, I, I knew that was going to be a shit question to ask you and probably a bit thought provoking mm. <clears throat> but like obviously not every day is, is going to be a shit day no absolutely for not. all of us no. not every day is going to be a shit no. day so and like there's good parts in every day there is yeah and like he could just there could be just a split second and he would smile and you're like that would make it then for about three <laughs> hours like do you know or oh i could only imagine i'd yeah. be the same yeah yeah i totally get that or he would just start laughing yeah just for your heart yes and i couldn't tell you what he was laughing at and the appreciation of that but just the noise of it. do you know oh, and like billy has said to me more than once oh do you think jack will ever talk and i'd be kind of like I don't want to be too optimistic about it, as in, like, I kind of have to stay on the mm-hmm. realistic side yeah. of it, like, he's seven. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just say to Billy, look, I don't know. Nobody really knows, mm-hmm. you know, whether he'll talk or not, but we'll just wait and see. And be like, I just love to hear his voice, just to see what he sounds like. Oh. And, like, that was literally taking the words out of my mouth, because I have said that. So many times. Yeah. Out of the mouths of babes. You got to love the innocence of children. They say it as it is, don't they? Oh, 100%. They say it and as And Billy it is. is black and white. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes he just says things that I need to hear. Yeah. You know? He's like a little mini counsellor. He's yeah. And he's very funny. And he makes me laugh every day. He makes me laugh every time I meet him. He's a oh, character. He's so funny. Yeah. He's, yeah, and he's your comic relief, he your tonic. No, in fairness, he drives me around. Oh, of course, you're like, I mean, can I have your phone? Children drive me around. It's your job to drive you in a fucking twist. <coughs> 100%. What do you feel the future holds, Kate? Oh. What, what are the hopes? What are the fears? That's a really hard question. It is. It's yeah, a bitchy it question. Is. I'm a bitch, aren't I? Like, obviously, I have a lot of fear about the future because Jack is seven. Mm hmm. And he is strong as a horse. I was going to ask you that. Like, he takes medication to go to bed. Now, in fairness, he never minds taking it. But he mm. likes the fight with Stephen to take the medicine. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Another so, little bit of his routine. Yeah, so, like, that's fine. But if it's anything outside of that, say, if I had to give him Calpol or, like, an antibiotic or something yeah. that he'd have to be held down for, like, Stephen would struggle to hold him. And Stephen is a tall, big, grown-ass man. Yes. And, like, he would struggle to hold him. 
Wow. And like, you know, from being on autism pages on Facebook and on Instagram, sometimes I wonder, do they do more harm than good to be on these pages? Because, yeah, it's good to be realistic and yeah. whatever. But like, in fairness, you have to have some hope at the end of the day. Oh, and like some bit hope of, for everyone. That's what everybody do you needs. know. And like, you don't need to be reading the worst to the worst or putting the fear of God in yourself. But and I suppose that social media anxiety for you as yes. well. But and like, also you need to be informed. Correct. That's the other side of it. And like a lot of parents on there would have older boys than Jack. Yeah. But like that would be obviously only going by their posts would be similar to Jack. And his diagnosis. And like how they struggle yeah. with the strength and how tall they get and yeah. broad. And, and that I that's what I was going to ask you because yeah. someday Jack will be a man. Correct. That's in shivers of me because like I won't be able. There's only one way that me and Stephen are wrong, and that's older. Yeah. And like Jack will get stronger. Yeah. And like I really don't know how we would cope. Like, I had this discussion, like, a good few years ago with my mother. And, like, she wasn't um, saying it to be, like, mean or anything like that, but it was more the realism side Being of it. realistic. She was like, you know, you really have to think about the future, like, as in this whole thing yeah. that he's getting stronger and, you know, that he will... He will more than likely, and as much as it kills me to say this, Jack will end up in residential care because we won't be able to no. care for him no. in a safe environment. And that's a practical yes. statement. Yes, but there is nothing that we can put in place now. No, absolutely, there isn't. And again... So we can't even plan for the future. I have, again, my sister's 46. I have seen, and I was going to ask you, would you believe about the strength? Because... I have seen, uh, we'll say children who were smaller with Susan at her, when they were teenagers, yes. to grow into fully gro men. grown men who are strong Big. as oxes, are hard, are nonverbal. Yes. I've seen it. I've seen it with my own sister. She's, uh, she's by himself, she's a sweetie. Mm. She's only five foot nothing. She's a little fart. But when that red mist comes down, why Jesus yeah. she has the strength of 10 men yes the strength and she's only a fart and you I would even it. struggle you, you to barely stop it yeah yeah I would even struggle to um contain her yes so I mean it's not a nice conversation no, it to isn't. have no, and no. it's not one I I'm actually going to go into too deep with you but it is your reality oh it is your your future reality. but it's all the unknown as well. Yeah. Because there's nobody to talk to about it. Yeah. There's nothing that you can put in place for like down the line. Exactly. You can't plan anything. No, you have to watch you it. You just wait. Wait it out. And it's the very same with the respite. Mm. Like Jack is on a list for that since February 22. And respite means that he goes somewhere for a he night. He starts off with like a couple of hours of a day, like on a Saturday. Okay. And then would progress then to overnight, say if he settled wherever it That's was. That's respite for Jack and it's and respite for, for the family. rest of us. Yeah. Um, sure, like it would allow us to go out for dinner or go to the cinema or do whatever the lads want to let them pick something to do. Keith, these are such small little things you're naming out. Yeah. And it, it they are. They yeah. are really small things. And do that's you know? the, like, that's what I keep saying to you. It's like, um, 
these things that I probably take for granted. Well, that look, you would I would have done it. to plan a month, two Correct. months. But like I would, say, I would have been the very same and taken it for granted before Jack. Do you know, unless you have a child, sure you wouldn't even oh, think no. about planning a no. trip to the cinema a month in advance. What would you like to see happen, Kate, in the future or in like, what would you like to see change or happen in the system, in society, (laughs) in in education, in like society? I'm asking you a whole fucking question here. Like society, you're never going to change people's perceptions of kids like Jack. No. Like even mothers down at the playground stare at him. Yeah. Do you know? So you're never going to change people. Yeah. And you can't teach cop on. No, you can't. (laughs) Or like. Manners, manners like, can't teach no, manners, no, no. If you're a pig, you're a pig. Correct. Yeah. Um. But like the whole system needs to be overhauled from the top to the bottom, the very bottom. Like any kids that I know that are like Jack or have a diagnosis of just autism or whatever, like there is nobody getting any sort of therapy from the HSA. Yeah. Nothing. That's scary. They will send parents on courses so the parents can do the work at home. But like, I'm not a speech and language therapist. I'm most certainly not an occupational therapist. You're a parent. Correct. Yeah. And let me be a parent. You do your job, I do my job. Jack has never, ever had a session of occupational therapy. Fuck off. Never. And I flagged it that he needed help with learning how to climb and come down the stairs. We taught him how to do that. Speech and language therapy. When he goes in, obviously I said he's not the most. Um, he won't help himself in situations like this. As in he yeah, doesn't want yeah, to be there. Yeah, of course. But like, why can't they open their mind and decide that therapy might be better spent coming to people's houses rather than the, a the false environment and the child going into a clinical environment. Yes. The false environment, yeah. Assessments, in my opinion, should take place in the child's no. home, especially the observation part of the child. That's interesting now. That is, yeah. Like, I'd say there's literally parents going, yes. Jack is not going to carry on the way he does at home, inside in a room with a mirrored glass. Of course he's not, yeah. Or a mirrored window that yeah. somebody else is looking through. No, of no, course not. not, no. Because he doesn't want to be there. So he's going to kick up stink the minute he goes in to get out. Yeah. But like, there's no therapy. There's loads of therapists, right? But like, in fairness, it's not the therapist's fault. No, it's not. Like, they want to do the work. Under-resourced. Yeah, understaffed. But like, they changed the whole thing now to like, Children's Disability Network. Okay. Just because you put a different name on it doesn't mean it's working. And it's not working. Jack's speech and language therapist is also his case manager. Like she's the woman that I deal with all the time. Such a nice person. Mm. Like I could ring her about anything mm. related to Jack, obviously. <laughs> but she goes into the school. So at least in that setting, wow. very good. He has progressed to using pictures. You know, like um there's a picture of the computer, but you have to do your work first. So there's a picture of the work. So he's shown the picture of the work. Wow. And then you'll get the computer. So okay. his teacher sent me a video one day, like 
I wouldn't actually believe that he does th these types of things unless I get the videos. Because you're the mom. That's you're not. Yeah. You know, that's but like, I would say, God, I don't even, you know, I would think, <laughs> is he even capable of doing yeah. that or whatever? That must make Here you he was. Afraid. Yes. Those things yeah, really put a smile on my face. Here he was, like, really quickly doing, like, putting pieces onto, like, um, a wooden puzzle. Oh, go away. But you knew by him. He was doing it so quick because he knew he was getting the computer next. <laughs> and he really wants I am the going computer. to get the computer. Yes. <laughs> and he really wants the computer. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. again, showing the, the smartness. The Absolutely. level of smartness. Yeah. And the level of awareness. A, a level of comprehension there that yeah. he knew. Mm. Oh, hold on. If I do this first, no, I'll get <laughs> what I really want. Yeah. Yeah. So at least man. he has progressed to that. Now I really must up my game as well and do new pictures from home. I know, yeah, but you'll get that again. We'll get there. Yeah, you'll and, get there. And, um, yeah, we will. This is your daily life. Yes. This is your life. This is, you're navigating your way through it. 100%. Just like the rest of us, we're fucking winging it. And that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. Like, as I said to you, we didn't know where to turn. By fuck, you're doing do. some job winging it, I'll tell you, girl. Oh, Every day is a school day, yeah. as they say, yeah. and there is always something new. Yeah. Always. Yeah. But I think, I like, I look at you and I look at your situation and I think that you're just made of something that is, like, I couldn't be made of. But to you, it's just your normal routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it is all relative, of course. Absolutely. But you'd often see that, like, Special needs mums. We're not a different breed or anything. It's just there's no choice. Yeah. And that's like Jack is our son. Yeah. So we will do everything for him. Mm -hmm. Like it's mad and obviously drives me some days. Mm -hmm. Like honestly he does. Mm -hmm. But like I would do anything for him. Mm -hmm. Very same way I would do anything for Billy, for Abby and for for Ben. Mm -hmm. It's just what parents do. Mm -hmm. Do you know it's not like Oh, you have a special needs child, so you need to kick in this superpower. It's mm. not like that. It's just you get this bite inside of you because everything for Jack is so hard, hard to get. A fight, probably everything like a fight. is a fight. Every whole thing is a fight. Even going back to the assessments, having to make the complaint. Like parents are on their knees for assessments. Mm. They don't need to be going down that road of having to make complaints. Mm. Like, why make them? Exactly. Exactly. Give the funding where it's needed into disability services. And please hear this. And this will be shared across Instagram and Facebook. Hear that. Give the funding where disability it services is and respite needed. Because disability services and respite. Yeah. Families are on their knees. Like, as and I said to you, Jack's on the list for respite since February 22. I'm sure there's kids on it well before Jesus. him. But there's no space, is what they say. So you have to wait for kids to age out at 18 to finish respite before there's room for new kids to oh go on respite. God. That's sad in itself, like, isn't that it? That's so sad. That is sad. Yeah, and then I heard that there it's was... It's like, oh, drop off, drop on, drop off, drop, drop on. on. Yeah, you just have to wait for someone else to turn 18 before you get Jack. Um, I heard as well that there was funding for some other new house in Cashel, I think. Yeah. Um, but they couldn't get the staff for it. 
And you see, there's the other thing. Do you know? The staff, yeah. the resources, everything. And again, another thing, the respite. If Jack did get respite, mm-hmm. um, more than likely it would be in Clamel. But you're like, we live nowhere near Clamel. Clamel, yeah. What good is that? Like, and like the, the vast not majority. Not it, but it's, it's... You'd have to take it. Yeah, And like, that's what would. I felt like as well last Halloween with two half days. Yeah. Yeah, so you were saying, yeah. But you felt so grateful for yes. us that you're and like, you yeah, I'm grabbing it from that really sad. It is sad because it's there's death. Yeah, you're getting the drapes and parents feel yeah, like so grateful. Yeah, no, for getting like no, the crumb. Fuck that. Because how many Kate's and Stevens is there out there? Oh. Do you know? You couldn't even count. Could you them? even? No. No. And there's even ones that you won't even know about. Yeah. Yeah. And it's. Yeah, like families are literally on their knees and it's fucking real life yeah that's it yeah Kate I'm so glad you came on tonight I Me cannot too. thank you enough for coming on to share your story um you have a beautiful family and Jack is like I said already one of the most handsome boys I've ever seen and it's funny how what I think is mind-blowingly strong and this massive story and like resilience authenticity and you're like, oh, fuck it, like, yeah, I'm just getting up, you know. Eat, do. sleep, repeat, that's what I do. So, like, your kids are blessed to have you and your hubby as their parents. They Thank really you, are. And I was thinking of the title of this episode um, uh, this today, uh, sitting out in the sun, actually, and I have it called Episode 10, Daily Life's Real Influencers. Oh, thank you. <laughs> because this is, this is uh, this is who people should aspire to be. This is resilience. This is courage. This is bravery. This is authenticity. And this is honest. And it's raw and it's real. And I admire yeah, you so much is. for that. Yeah. So thank you. thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. And all the thanks and all the love and the vibes. <laughs> I, probably, I guarantee you, you'll be on again. I guarantee you. I, if... If you saw the amount of messages I got. Oh, go away. I can no. guarantee you before the year is out, you'll be on again. So, guys, thanks so much for tuning in again tonight. Um, I still can't believe it's episode 10. Um, delighted to have Kate on, and I'm sure you guys were thrilled to hear her as well. Um, she was a pleasure to have on, and I really appreciate, like I keep saying, the real stories, real life, no bullshit. No filters here. This is what this podcast is all about. So until next time, as always, be kind, be wonderfully weird, be you. Take care, folks.